You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. It's America's Pet Show. We're here to help you with your pets. Some of the doggone best pet people <laughs> on the planet. That's okay. You'll get it. How many, how many is that now, Jamie? I don't know. <laughs> this is our 96th episode. It is episode ninety six. Yeah, since the relaunch. Thing down. Since the relaunch, and there was tw- oh literally God. twenty years before that. Yeah, twenty years with this guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan, and this guy across from me, <laughs> I'm Jamie who can't Flanagan. get the freaking intro right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are at the Detroit Shipping Company for Animal Talk, and it's uh, there's an IT and the D and the the podcast Detroit folks are all meeting up, and uh, I had a couple of beers, so. Uh, you know, I'll vouch for that. Is what it is. It is what it is. So, but uh, no, we're here to, to help people with their pets because uh, pets are, are awesome, and pets need our help all the time. A couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Ryan. You were you just bad boy? What you you, <laughs> you were you weren't here, and your girlfriend showed up, and tonight your girlfriend oh, came back. She's back to see you. Ramona yeah. is here along with Stacy. And because uh, we we got coming up uh, just this weekend, right? She was she uh, was grunting sweet nothings in my ear. <laughs> it was yes, <laughs> oh Ramona. Ramona is here, and it's uh, the bull, bulldog uh, rockabilly chill, chili cookoff. Rockabilly chili cookoff. Say that yes? three times fast, man. Is that it now? That's it. Okay, yes. I got it. I finally got it. So the Rockabilly Chili Cookoff is uh, this weekend, and uh, you know, Stacy, you do so much for the uh, a whole rescue group of bulldogs, and so we figured we have her in and. Say hey again one more time and maybe give some passes away to the event coming up. Oh, great. Can I get one? <laughs> it's at your place. Oh. <laughs> oh I still yeah. want one. You got the keys. If it's free, I want one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so that is coming up. Thanks for coming back and thanks for bringing Ramona. She's always a, a, a treat. Thanks for having us back. She's, She's uh, thrilled. She and, and she, we were down in the, the courtyard of the... Detroit Shipping Company, where it is Michigan's during local, and uh, we're still rocking the outside, and and she was the uh, star of the show down there, for sure. Oh my, she's worn out, look at her. She's exhausted. Get a a picture, Matt. Oh, I'll get a picture, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ramona's always welcome. Yes. Stacy. I'm borderline. I get all the good stuff I have because of Ramona's popularity. But uh, running the board, pushing she our knows buttons, she gotta push just pushing my buttons all day. Oh yeah, all day. Sam Nork. <laughs> She's like, my rotors are warped. Can I drive down there with you? And I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. You Fellas, know, we do I'm the show kidding. at like seven o'clock. Ramona's yeah. posing down here. Oh yeah, this is yeah. at like two. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'll be at your place at two. <laughs> I've been with him since 2 o'clock. I'm like, uh, and she said, my uh, my right. rotors are warped. Yeah, yeah on my car. <laughs> As opposed to what? I mean, I don't know. How do you know they're warped? Because she, because when you hit the brakes, the the steering wheel uh, the steering wheel vibrates. It goes. Uh, oh, yeah. What did, how do you what know does this? Uh, I asked my parents. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. That's what they said. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't want to drive down here and die. So so yeah, it's, it's mainly freeway down here. So she was afraid to take <laughs> yeah. the freeway. And so I got like, free food. So sure, you know. come on. What the heck? So anyway. So they, Sam's over there pushing the buttons, yes. pushing my buttons all afternoon. Yeah. We stop for food, and this guy oh in the in the parking lot, he, he's like, he's he, he's like circling around. Like I park, and then he like walks over to our car, and then he's like circling in the spot, empty spot next to our car, and just kind of walking in a circle, just in that parking spot. And I'm like, all right, this is a little weird. And then, but I saw it in his back of his shirt was the name of the restaurant, Louis Pizza. We stopped off at, at Louis Pizza, which is fabulous. And I'm like, all right, well, he works here, so maybe, or he's just a really big fan, one of the two. <laughs> I'm guessing he worked there. Um, and I'm like, all right, Sam, I think it's going to be safe. We can get out. Uh, you know, it was on her side anyway, so. <laughs> Did you ever find out why he was circling your We car? got out. And uh, so there was a truck Finish with the, the window story. down. He's like, I dropped my chapstick. I can't find it. <laughs> And I'm like, I was this close to saying, just go to the nurse's office. She got like six <laughs> in her test. <laughs> but I was like, uh, I'm not going to chance it. We're, it's a little bit of a sketch neighborhood. Yeah, so. I didn't feel too safe, but that's no. okay. No, so. just kidding. It was fine. Yeah. But uh, I, he was gone when we left. So yeah, too either bad. he gave up or he found his chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you ever finished a tube of chapstick? Never. No. Never. See, I, I said that. No, I've never I, finished one. I do. Ever. I'm usually full by halfway through. What's at the bottom <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a chapstick? Is it like a gem? It's like, sort of? have you gotten to the bottom of a glue stick? I think it's the same thing. A glue <sighs> stick? Yeah. <laughs> there's just no more glue. What do you mean? There's nothing at the bottom. Yeah, there's like a little, like a little, I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't craft as much as you do. <laughs> we have one other member uh, on the team here, too. Yes, we, we do. We, we, yes, not me. Hey. <laughs> hi, hi, fellas. Hey. <laughs> Matt Fox, happy to be back. Hey, Matt. Thanks for joining hey, us. Hey, you know... I always learn something new every single time I'm with you guys. Yeah. What'd you really? learn this time? Not, not, not yet. But oh. every time I'm with you, <laughs> say la- last time I was here, I learned how to uh, clip my uh, cat's nails. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. You know, use tuna. That 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 yeah. was that that was your. Uh, did you, you so you did it? Did you? We're we're still continuing because we yeah. have to be consistent with it. So we're still continuing that practice. It works. I learned something new every single time. He was I'm doing here. the he was doing the slow roll, just putting yeah. the, the clippers out there, give them to him, touching yeah. them with them. Yeah, give them to him. You must have started off as a really low functioning person. Then if you learn something <laughs> new every time you're around us, mm. and that's why I come back. <laughs> that is a it is a low bar. Guess sure. who else is here, Jamie? Who else is here? Peanut. 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 Oh, that's right. We were talking about your nickname last week. Yes. <laughs> hey, Peanut. So. Hey. Sagebrush. <laughs> sagebrush. <laughs> Is that because of the scrub? No, no. Tumble around. You, no. Well, you roll things does, over. Does that? No. <laughs> My very first job was at a jean store called Sagebrush. Oh. That used to be outside of the Meyer stores. Okay. And it used to be in the parking lot. That's yeah. when Meyer was Meyer Thrifty Acres. That's it. Wow. And, uh, yeah. I was just talking to my friend Ethan about that today. He's like, I remember sagebrush. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sagebrush. I, just, I thought, oh, thanks. Thanks, I thought it was the rolling things over thing. I, that's <laughs> what I, yeah. Close, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we have a fun uh, event. So uh, just people that weren't with us the, the last time, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the Rockabully Chili Cook-Off. What exactly is going to go down uh, on Sunday? Uh, well, we're having it at the Village Workshop in mm-hmm. downtown Northville, which mm-hmm. we're super excited about. We used to have it at another location, uh, which was also very nice. But when we brought it to the Village Workshop last year, everybody was so excited about it and really raved about the new location. They loved it. Mm-hmm. So we're coming back this year with uh, Cindy Lou and the Red Hot Royals. Yes. And they're fantastic. They're a really yeah, good a great... rockabilly band. I mm-hmm. heard that they did your car show. They did the car show, and they were perfect for mm. that event. Yeah. Getting a bunch of car guys. This isn't mm-hmm. rockabilly music. <laughs> How could you go wrong with oh, that? Oh, yeah. Right. And she's great. The band is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. So she'll be back this year Yay. with us. I think this is her third year. Yeah, yeah. With us. Everybody loves her. So why we don't break it, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's working the way it's going. So exactly. we're going to do that. Absolutely. And, uh, lots of different types of chili. Mm-hmm. We try to keep it a secret Ooh. about who's going to make what. And the, the people sure. who participate or compete, they are pretty secretive about yeah. their recipe and uh, what was, are they going to do. Can, can you tell us how many vendors you're going to have? How many uh, uh About people? 10 right now is oh. what we have right now. Okay. It's really? 10 yep. samples. That's mm-hmm. that's 20 samples. <laughs> and a bowl <laughs> you gotta go of back your twice. favorite. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I had a favorite last year. Yeah. Still a favorite right now. Which mm-hmm. one was it? I can't remember. It was really good. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> it was that you good. You just can't remember. I can't remember it. <laughs> there was a little bit of a controversy last year. Not really a controversy. It was like a, a runaway with the winner sure. because Jesse Kraniak from the Worst Bar yes. in mm-hmm. Ipsy yeah. was a new participant. And a lot of the people who participate, they're previous champions and they take it pretty seriously. And here comes this guy out of nowhere and he just sweeps the whole thing and he won People's Choice and then he won the Judge's Professional Choice. And everybody else just went home and was sad. It was. It just that's sad affair. underneath the table they found a bunch of Hormel cans. It's like pre-made. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the wor- yeah, but the worst bar that was the one I voted for. Was that it? was yeah, that was uh, that was a, a delicious one. Mm-hmm. So will they be back? He's coming back, and Excellent. he actually adopted so, from us aw. last year as a result aw. of the event, which was a, a plus. He adopted a pup named Cedar. Yes. And I heard that she's going to be there. Wonderful. Now, is, is the is the goal of the event to raise money, adopt dogs out, all the above? All of the above. Uh, primarily, obviously, to raise money. So uh, the average 
costs that we have, every dog that we bring in, we mm-hmm. spend on average $750 wow. in vet bills to rehabilitate the dog to the point where we could, in good conscience, adopt that dog out. Sure. And um, so it's very, it adds up very quickly. Yeah. We're very fortunate to work with uh, Dr. Wilson out of Sterling Heights and Romeo. Uh, people really love him with their mm-hmm. bulldogs because he's very familiar with the breed and he really helps us out, you know, with um, all of our foster dogs. Uh, we carry a balance <laughs> with them because <laughs> uh, they're like a walking uh, money machine, right? Yeah, you know, speaking of that, um, if if people are thinking about getting a bulldog, mm. there are some special concerns and considerations. Maybe you could kind of uh, uh, enlighten folks that are, are thinking about it. Sure. They're a great dog if you are the type of person who likes... To Slobber. S- <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's that. S- snorting. They do like that. Um, they're, they're not for walking, so I don't know if they can see Ramona. Uh, this is about... <laughs> I'm taking a video of her This right is now, Ramona actually. 24-7 almost. <laughs> um, I estimate that a bulldog will sleep 20 hours out of the day. Wow. If left to their own devices, you know, if you're home and keeping them active, then obviously that's different. But they're really low energy breed. If you're a fan of the dog show, what is that? The Westminster. Westminster yeah. uh, they're in the non-sporting breed, <laughs> which is the, the perfect <laughs> the way to describe on the couch it. Breed, yeah, yeah. The, the Netflix and chill breed. Yeah. I'm, I'm from the same group, yes. the non-sporting group. Yeah, they're the non-sporting <laughs> yeah. breed. But um, really good temperament. They are really enterprising animals it's funny to kind of watch them solve a problem they're stubborn so hence the you know the bulldog stubborn as bulldog or bullheaded and so they've got a really great temperament really good with kids good with families good with people who don't necessarily she's snoring so loud <laughs> oh, she is. i love love it <laughs> it's loud if i say it's loud because i hear it all the oh. time um but they're just they're a great dog for that kind of like non-active lifestyle um but they do have some some special considerations so in the summer they're not you're not going to take them to the dog park or anything Mm -hmm. like that because of the way that their face has that like smush face it's hard for them to breathe they overheat um you know they kind of have to watch that they don't overheat they can have some allergy problems and skin issues a lot of hip you know dysplasia Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. ramona's a special case she has a mega esophagus, so she actually eats in a high chair. It's called a Bailey chair, and uh, it's probably the, the most <laughs> pathetic thing you'll ever see an animal do. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is yeah. quite a quite because a she sight. has to eat. She has yeah. to. The, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was um, a little concerned because, like I said, we were hanging out the you know podcast Detroit here at the Detroit Shipping Company, and 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 they had a little meetup down there. And we we're hanging out, and then one of the the barbacks came up. And uh, they they have like dog events here, like on Wednesday. It's like dinner with your dog, and and uh, he brought. There's like a little jar of cookies over there, like puppy crackers, and he brought one up and he was given to her. And you were uh, talking, and Sam was like watching the dog, and I'm like, ah, for what I remember, this probably isn't good. So is that dangerous that her just having a a, a biscuit? Well, when he came back the second time, he brought her back like an even bigger biscuit, yeah. and I think Sam saw this where. She just didn't even know yeah. what to do. It was right. just like I'm he, not in my like, chair. I'm not. How, what am I supposed <laughs> yeah. to do with this? It was thing? Like she was way out of her depth on that one. Um, but you know, she can eat a little bit okay. of of stuff like that. You've to. It's better to break off pieces and give them to her and yeah. take a break. And, and then that. someone wanted to give her some of their uh, sticky beef. Oh <laughs> yeah! Yikes! Right? That's a menu item, right? Oh, yeah. That sticky beef is actual yeah. menu item. I was looking up but... Urban Dictionary, <laughs> <laughs> and I was Wait, like, "Oh no, right no, no, no! Let's uh, let's not yeah, do that." Not. So the a little bit. I'll yeah. take a little sticky beef, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh... when <laughs> when I first got her, she could not. Well, I just eat. got weird. Yeah, it got really weird. <laughs> Especially the way you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that dialect <laughs> from you. Was that the Elvi dialect? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> so, now oh. I don't know what we were talking about. So, but Sunday, it's it's not an adoption event, right? Somebody's not going to go home with a dog uh, no, on Sunday. No, unless they steal somebody's dog, which would be <laughs> bad. a huge problem. That would be that would be bad. But they can uh, they though you have information on the dogs that that need to be adopted, mm-hmm. and you look you're looking for fosters as well. We do look for fosters. Uh, that's one of the things that's really important to rescue. We're not a, a shelter, so mm-hmm. we're really just a network of foster homes and volunteers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people say to me, well, I, I could never foster because I'd want to keep the dog. And I, I can understand how people feel right. that way. But if you put it in the perspective, this is what somebody told me one time, that if you don't foster and take care of that dog at that time and then adopt the dog out to a family that's going to love it, mm-hmm. we can't bring in more dogs, right? Okay. So then that's more dogs that might go to a kill shelter or that's more dogs that might just just kind of fall through the cracks, sure. so to speak. So when I heard it explained like that, it really helped me because I thought, yeah, if we want, if we're doing this because we want to help as many animals as possible, the way to do that is to take good care of the dog while you have the dog, and then feel confident about uh, where the dog's going next. So, what is the responsibility uh, of a foster? What is the is there like? Okay, I'll take it for six months. Uh, do you set the parameters ahead of time or you're going to hold on to it till we find a forever home? What are, how do you set that up? What are the parameters for that? We, uh, just take the dog until maybe a, the dog is eligible for adoption. So a good example of this, the first time I ever fostered, I was not going to foster and, um, there was a bulldog, a senior, uh, senior dog that was like eight years old and that's old for a bulldog. Mm. And, um, And so he had been uh, taken to the Humane Society in Westland, but he's in really bad shape. He had really bad eye infection, skin infection, just all kinds of things wrong with him. And he was freaking out, like mm. just could not handle being in this shelter. And so they called us and they said, will you take this dog? So I said, well, I'm, I'm close to the shelter. I'll go pick him up. And then they were like, ha ha, you're, <laughs> you're the foster now. So. Oh. But it was great. So he was a a really good dog and he was in really bad condition though when I got him. So it, I picked him up in June and he was not even remotely ready for adoption until like November. And then, um, sadly nobody wanted to adopt him. And so I kept him. And oh. He was a great dog. You know, so like, far this story is exactly the way Lauren found me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nobody. He's in really rough condition rough, yeah, when yeah. you stumbled across him. Yeah. It's, it's a long road. I'm not completely housebroken. It's a long road. I do, I do what I can. Yeah. So I Ryan ended up keeping him. Pants. Um, so but who, sometimes it's just like, you know, we foster for a, mm-hmm. a couple weeks or a month or something. Okay. It's, it depends really on the, the dog. Okay. So who who's a good candidate? Uh, what, to, what sort of lifestyle uh, makes a good candidate for uh, a foster? That's a good question. Uh, somebody who, one, can see it the way that I just described it, that this is a way that you temporarily um, help another animal so that another animal can come in after them so that they're not going to get too attached. But it have, we call it foster fails. So we have a lot of people who have a foster fail and they love their foster dog and mm-hmm. the dog becomes their forever dog, which is those are good stories, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody who can work with us with our vet, right? Okay. So we have a couple different veterinary uh, hospitals that we work with. So in southeastern Michigan, we work with Dr. Wilson, but then up north or in Grand Rapids, we have some other vets that we work with. We do that just because we they are really good with us on the pricing. Yeah. Um, they give us special consideration for how they yeah. charge us. Um and so if you're willing to work with the vet sure. that we need the dogs to go to and somebody who just wants to, you know, really help out. A lot of times people say, well, I don't really have the extra money to donate right now. I can't right. throw, you know, this extra cash at it, but I still want to help. And fostering is another way that they, that really can help because if we don't have fosters, we don't have a rescue. Right. It seems like it would be a time commitment. So it would be somebody who would have a schedule flexible enough to be able to give the care to the animal. And, and lots of high a, chairs. A, lots and lots of, of high, high chairs. chairs. She's yeah. the only Doggy one that has a high chair currently. But um, yeah, it, really, like I said, though, they don't do anything. I mean, oh, she can yeah, see, yeah. She's, <laughs> <laughs> if you can watch a dog sit like that, yeah. you can uh, foster a bulldog probably. Sorry. You know. So I was thinking, it just dawned on me while you were, while you were explaining, you know, the involvement with the vet, because so many kids go, oh, I want to be a vet when I grow up. 
So I think fostering a dog with some medical needs, Mm -hmm. if you have a kid that wants to be a vet because you're working with the vet, you're you're showing what it takes to care for animals, and then the kid gets some contact and gets to go to a clinic and – you know, that would actually be a, a pretty cool thing for to do with your kids if, if uh, you know, they were like, I want to be a vet when I grow up, you know. Yeah, absolutely. An evil vet? No. <laughs> no. Why did you do that? But, yeah. That's the second time you said that today. I know. It's my, <laughs> one of my favorites. Who did we do that to earlier? Could you say that again You're, but use that weird voice? Yeah. It sounded like a cross between like Elvis I don't and Slingblade. I have no <laughs> idea where it came from. I have no idea where that came from. Oh, that's, uh, I had a student come back. Uh, I teach high school during the week. And so I had a student come back. She graduated last year and, and she wanted her money back. So no, <laughs> she, she wanted advice. And I'm like, what from who? <laughs> she goes, you. I'm like, really? And, uh, so we were talking and she's, uh, she was, she's a biology major because she wants to go into zoology. Okay. And she's taking all these biology classes and she's like, yeah, I don't want to be a biology major anymore. And I said, well, what's your minor? She goes, film. I'm like, what? <laughs> so biology and film. And she's like, because I was her, you know, broadcast and journalism teacher. And so she's like, yeah, she goes, everybody's like, says I'm a little crazy. And I'm like, well, that's an, that's quite the, the you know, divergent <laughs> major and minor. You may want to kind of focus that down. She goes, well, I want to get out of the biology and, 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 you know, I go, what, what do they say at home? And they're like, oh. <laughs> she goes, that's why I'm coming to you because no one would talk to me. And I'm like, because right broadcasting on. and journalism have a bright future. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not why I told her it's tough. It's freelance. You know, it's challenging as yeah. freelance. It's, it's, you got to work at it to find the work. Uh, there is work out there, but you got to work at it to find the work and you're not going to get a job someplace. You're going to freelance. You need to hustle. So yeah, yeah. So we, we talked it up, but I, I made the, the, cause she wanted zoology and she wanted to do stuff with animals. And so I made the evil vet joke with her earlier that was a I digress this is you're in my classroom this is what I do with my kids all day yeah. I get off on a tangent he makes and I jokes don't know. and they I don't, don't none of them laugh because no. none of them understand it but you that's know why, that's uh that's why I have Sam come back so she laughs at the jokes <laughs> who said that uh the, the definition of success is going from failure to failure without a loss of, loss of enthusiasm <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're a, I got 17 of them yeah. 1700 of them rolling through every year yeah. so <laughs> so yeah anyway but uh so that might you know fostering a dog might be a good lesson for a kid who wants to it's be, a huge commitment a, though yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. a huge commitment but it would be a nice uh you know because they, they tell you know do a do a, a job shadow and that would be just a, a wonderful real thing and have their hands on it and responsibility. Stacy, how many dogs do you have? Uh, personally, yeah, three. 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 And uh, what kind of animals are they? They're all English bulldogs. They're all English bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Do you do any fostering fostering besides the the three that you have? Um, I do. I um, I don't really do. the last year you know i moved twice yeah. <laughs> I moved twice yeah. in one year um but yeah I, I try to foster when i can i have said that uh whenever you know my uh one of mine makes their transition to the the rainbow bridge rainbow as bridge. they say mm-hmm. that i won't um adopt a third one i'll i'll keep the third spot open for a foster because it's it's hard for us to find foster homes yeah yeah you have to be, uh, man, the type of, to have three of them, um, well, it helps that you're a shut-in, so. <laughs> yeah, you don't do anything. You just. Do anything. And she's very odd. She moves when the garbage can is full, right? What? Well, you I moved, do? Yeah, you moved a couple times. I, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I moved twice in one year. Yeah. Yeah, that's was, That's odd. Most people like don't do that. I, but didn't I you move like, like three three houses down or something? Or something kind ridiculous? of, yeah. yeah. It was, okay. I don't know. It's like a waffle, right? You throw the first one out. Okay. <laughs> Something like what that. Waffle? Yeah, like a waffle. <laughs> yeah. Throw the first one out. So, but we got the the rock of bully like marriages cook off. Yeah. Oh my! There's, I did say that to my sister at her third wedding. Oh, <laughs> so. who gets married three times? <laughs> my goodness, jeez! <laughs> I got out of the way on that one. <laughs> so the 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 rock of bully chili cook off is is coming up this Sunday. So if anybody's uh, in the Metro Detroit area and uh, tuned in on the face base, chime in on Facebook. Uh, say hi to Sam on Facebook. Yeah, somebody say hi, and uh, we'll get you some tickets for the the rock of bully. And I guarantee you will have a great time. Oh. It was a really really good event. That was like the high, highlight of the uh, yeah. events at the Village Workshop. It was, it was a lot yeah. of fun. So there's uh, the video is up on Facebook, and then you know you can 
subscribe and like us on on where where you find podcasts. Oh my! Wherever (laughs) your favorite place to find a podcast, just like, subscribe, and uh, comment. But the video on Facebook, it picks a random thumbnail, and there's the the random. Oh no! Oh no! We're not passing that around. There's the random thumbnail from. It's on Facebook. That was the one from last. The random thumbnail from last week. (laughs) 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 I can't because Sam was Sam was like we have two cameras going now finally and there's a switcher technically three and it can switch to the third one. camera on the laptop <laughs> itself and <laughs> and Sam was uh, Sam was like no I'm not going to put it on this camera but she put it on it and went in front of the camera <laughs> and that that's whatever randomizer the computer wanted grabbed that as the thumbnail yeah. <laughs> so you look it's worth like a, a cartoon anyways. Now you look like an angry. Worth the price of admission to go to yeah. our Facebook page to simply see that, see that? Uh, thumbnail of Sam, yeah. <laughs> the angry elf. Uh, <laughs> Even when you're angry like that, you look absolutely harmless. Oh. <laughs> you always look harmless. So I, how hard is it to get an English bulldog? Is it are they uh, is it a common breed? Is it, is it are people are there waiting lists for people to adopt uh, the ones without heavy needs? They're a pretty popular breed. I think okay. I read that they're like the third most popular dog oh, breed okay. in the United States. Wow. And, um, it's been that way for a while. Like Howard Stern had a bulldog mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler has a bulldog named Matzo Ball. Sure. Which is like a fantastic. Yeah. Name. And then it's a mascot for a lot of colleges right? and stuff. Right. So I guess sure. that would yep. increase its popularity. So they're pretty popular. Okay. Um, what happens is, but I think, <laughs> and Brian would probably agree with this. She, um, people like just sort of haphazardly go out and like get a dog, right? right? And they're like, "Oh, it'll be great! I'm going to get this puppy, and it's going to be awesome." And then it's not, right? And they don't necessarily realize that every breed of dog has like a job, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that true? They're all bred for specific for reasons, a specific yeah. thing. Yeah. And so, if you are not the type of person who likes like a real high energy dog, and you get some type of terrier, mm-hmm. right? Like that. And that you can't figure out, like, why does the dog dig all the time? Yeah. It's because it's right. They are like right. trying to go for like a rodent or something in the ground. Is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, people don't really necessarily realize what the temperament of the dog is when they go to the breeder or the pet store and just pick out a dog. So therein lies a lot of problems because people are like, oh, I thought this dog, I could take it, you know, to the beach or mm-hmm. <laughs> to, yeah. you know, I was I run. And I would like to run with a bulldog. Like, that's not going to happen. I used to have a bulldog. She was my first dog. And I was living in downtown Northville. And I, it was like, I'd try to get her to walk. Just like a little walk, right? And she would wait until there were a lot of people. Like, she, they have this, they have this sense of like how to, provide maximum embarrassment to their owner. <laughs> and <laughs> so she would just like wait until we got in the crosswalk yep. right by that orange jewelers and she'd just lay down <laughs> oh. and she wouldn't get up. And so I'd have to pick her up and then I'd have to carry her home, which was like three blocks away. <laughs> um, so they just have, you know, they, they're not like a super active dog, but um, so sometimes people give them to us because of that. Oh. Sometimes people okay. are like, oh, I didn't know that I had to wipe their face with a baby wipe or watch their ears for infections. They hmm. just, they just look cute and people get them. So it's uh, sad that we end up with so many dogs in, in foster care, sure. actually. So it's, it's easy to get a bulldog. Okay. It's, it's what it seems like. Very easy to get one. So I just didn't know if people in other parts of the country, if they were looking to get a bulldog, but they're, they're a pretty popular breed. So yeah. I did not, I you did know, not know that. It always helps to go to the, uh, the breeds national breed directory, breed sure. club. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's usually a really good, each breed club has a, uh, has a, a pretty good, it'll give you a good idea of, of what it takes. And what kind of commitment, what the dog's all about, what kind of lifestyle you should have, mm-hmm. what kind of personality is best suited for that breed. Um, because, yeah, you know, you get a dog like a Border Collie. If you're a couch potato, you're, you'll go nuts and so will the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then uh, a dog like an English Bulldog, you have to really enjoy odd smells <laughs> <laughs> and sounds. <laughs> or to so, appreciate. a very open-minded individual. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very accepting. Mm-hmm. Odd. Of all of their odd. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've never shied away from 
from that reputation. My brother has two German short hair pointers and he's a guy who really loves to hunt and he goes all over the United States and takes his dogs with him and they hunt. And whenever you go to his house, they're well-behaved dogs, but I'm not used to a, a dog that large, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of my dogs are yeah. like Ankle 10 high. inches yeah. from the ground <laughs> and, uh, and they don't go anywhere. So they're like an Ottoman with fur and, uh, his dogs are like really busy. And so mm-hmm. when I go over there, I'm like, whoa, this is yeah, I grew a up lot with, going on. I grew up with German short hairs and they, they can be very, very high energy. They, they'll give you an anxiety attack just watching them sometimes. They're just, they're pacing <laughs> they, because their job is to go hunt, to go yeah, in the yeah. field and to yep. go, you know, and they're always ready for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that's, uh, that's a good, a good point actually, you know, that's, uh, Actually, <laughs> what do you have queued up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have a, que- a training question for you, or like oh. a dog behavior yeah, question. Yeah, there we go. So he has these beautiful dogs, and they're named Bodie and Utah. Do you guys know who he named those? What, Bodie and what Utah. What 90s movie Bodie and were Utah. those dogs named after? 90s movie, okay. Right. Is it Roadhouse? No, Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. I don't know, I'm just... Bodie and Utah. Was it part of the Debbie Does franchise? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Sam? Because we have that in the back room. I feel like uh, anyone uh, it is. It's even it's a real thing. <laughs> you know it has a sticker on it that says, like, favorite. So I'm like, no! Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Debbie Does Brody in Utah? or Brody? <laughs> Brody? If that hasn't been made yet, now it is. Uh, point Break. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Red Roadhouse, same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So they're these beautiful, (laughs) beautiful purebred German short hair pointers. And Utah will, um, he he can't decide if he wants to be inside or if he wants to be outside. Mm -hmm. So he runs to the screen door and he sits there and you think he wants to go outside. You open up the screen and then he just lays down. And he stares at the track mm. for like 20 minutes. So he, does, <laughs> he doesn't go outside. And then when you close the door, he's like very upset about that. <laughs> so you open it back up and then he stands up and he stares at the track <laughs> for like another 20 minutes. And I've never, I've never seen a dog do anything like that before. Yeah. Mm. It's like a, this fixation. Is there a line of salt there? Thing, <laughs> Maybe he's like a devil dog and can't cross know, it or he's, something. He's like really fixated well on uh, on this sliding door thing. I don't. Uh, are there like spiders in it? That little bugs that kind of pop out? He's waiting to catch one. Yeah, or? He's just like really. It's a little bit odd. A that... little odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm I can't help you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <Stop>. Like, <laughs> I. I, I thought that might have been like right up your your dog training no, alley. I mean, it's like animal a, behavior alley. No, I mean it's not every. That's a, that's a unique issue. It's like you know, <laughs> hey, you're a psychologist. My friend says applesauce all day long. What does that mean? It's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but if that were your dog, yeah, would you just? <laughs> uh, okay, here's what I would do on a, on a serious note. Whenever you have a dog that has a uh, has a uh, incessant or kind of a continuous thing that they do, if it's not. Um, if it doesn't damage anything, if it's not destructive, try not to correct the dog, number one, um, because dogs will, you know, they'll, they'll bide their time one way or another, but uh, they should have uh, two or three times during the day, same time every day for five or 10 minutes where they play very vigorously with the dog. That cycles the dog's energy. It gives them something to kind of anticipate and think about. And, um, uh, you know, some dogs will lick themselves. You know, some dogs will do, you know, self-mutilating behaviors where they'll lick the fur right off their paws or they'll chew on their, their, the pads of their feet. That excess energy or that, uh, you know, preoccupation with something. Um, now there are, there are some kind of rare neurological disorders where a dog will stare at a corner. That's the first thing I thought of mm-hmm. when you said you, the dog will stare at the track. Sometimes, um, you know, dog will just kind of stare at the wall, uh, for a very long time. 20 minutes is a long, if it's really that long. That's a very long time. It could it, there could be some neurological thing. I'm not okay. a vet, but you might want to you know get the dogs checked out because that's odd. It's very strange. It's a very it's a very strange yeah. behavior. I would try yeah. a week of taking the dog out and throwing the ball, you know, but the, do it the same time every day. Mm. If you can only afford the time to do it, you know, once a day, just do it once and make sure it's the same time so that and see if that that um uh, he, that refocuses his energy on that that behavior rather than. 
staring at a uh, a track of a <laughs> yeah, it's really door. I've never seen it before. Yeah, that's that's, it's fascinating. Yeah, does he talk to it? I don't know. Maybe he does. <laughs> it's like re- he's really into it. Whatever is going on with that, he's he really there might likes be something it. in there. There may be insects or something that he's that he's just mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Thank you. So it's after a, a, an hour of uh, standing in the doorway with the blanket <laughs> and then jumping away. It's like, yeah, the dog's stressed out and staring at cracks. It's like, oh, yeah. did the human slide down this crack here? Where'd he go? But you know, so, sometimes dogs will do that in uh, uh, the floorboards of a, a, a floor with a crawl space. If there's oh. a, an animal under the house or something, they'll, they'll maybe even, you know, lay over it and just kind of stare at it or put their nose to the floor. But mm-hmm. this is a little bit different with the, mm-hmm. The door wall. It's really interesting to watch. Yeah. It's, a, <laughs> he, it's and he does it all the time. Huh. That's, yeah. That's odd. It's very interesting. Right. So yeah, not really uh, bulldog related, but it's uh, another strange uh, animal behavior. Yeah. Yeah. That you all can the do this. Have something different. You can do this for a thousand years, and you'll still hear something new every day. <laughs> oh yeah. My dog has this problem. You know, I was a young trainer. Uh, uh, I was doing a, I was doing a, this training session at this woman's house and she had Dobermans <laughs> and she's, and she says, you know, um, plastics. I have this really weird problem <laughs> and said periodically <laughs> on a monthly basis, my dog won't let me out of the house. Okay. And, you know, huh. oh. periodically. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, I, I said, so, uh, it, it, what will the dog do? She said, well, he's very protective. He won't let me. He's he's always raiding my hamper, my, my dirty <laughs> laundry. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so you know, the dog was very tuned in to the owner's cycle oh, and would not. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So you hear something new all the time. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, what I was don't your know. advice? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you finished the story, yeah, as well, you say. I, I recommended a hysterectomy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote a script for it. It's, uh, you know, I can do that. I'm a, I'm a dog trainer. Right. <laughs> no one's yeah. going to cash it in for you. Do you cash in scripts? <laughs> you don't cash no, in. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I got an email for you. Another question yeah. for you. Maybe you haven't heard this one before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I recently adopted a six-month-old mixed-breed puppy, uh, and he's a rescue. So, the puppy was abandoned, abused, and is very, very fearful. How do we gain his trust? So, everybody is like gets a dog from a rescue. You, you often, oh, and they were abandoned mm-hmm, and, and abused, mm-hmm. right? And there's well, there's way too much abuse, and there's way too much abandonment, because obviously you're getting from a rescue, so it probably was abandoned in one way or another. But, uh, yeah, so this puppy abandoned and abused, very fearful. How do you get a new puppy that's fearful because it was abused previously? Yeah. Well, the, the, the good thing is the dog's only six months old. Yep. Yes. Which means he's still kind of malleable, and you can still work with him. And mixed breeds are... God's gift to the world. Yeah, yeah. You so. know, they're always they're usually pretty well. Um, uh, when I used to train dogs as a kid, um, I was uh, uh, th- this this rescue group would always bring their dogs to me, mm-hmm. and I, I never charged them. So they they kind of keyed in on me, like, "Oh, just send the dog to Brian; he'll fix the dog <laughs> for us." So I got a lot of abused dogs, a lot of hand shy dogs. You raise your hand, as a dog. So what I would do is, um, I just uh, sit in the training room and dog in front of me and I just uh, have the dog on a short leash and I'd put my hand over the dog, you know, like kind of like I'm going to hit the dog, but real slowly. And the dog would kind of wince and then I'd put my hand on the dog's head and then just pet him real gently. It would take like 15 minutes sometimes for the dog to just stop wincing and stop uh, shying away. Mm-hmm. And I'd beat the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just want to see who was listening. No. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Was that Ramona or was that? You? That was me. I snorted. Okay. Oh uh, have your attention now, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I was sure. Right, right. We were making oh eye no. And and then you just, you just do that repeatedly, yeah, yeah, repeatedly yeah, yeah, yeah. until the not dog beat the dog. Now, the nice not gentle beat the dog. But, 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 yeah. Right. But here's the thing with phobias. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, say a dog's hand shy and you reach out and the dog flinches, if you don't conquer it. What happens is it reinforces the behavior. So mm-hmm. if the dog is allowed to do that, then the next time he sees you and you and you reach for him, he's going to do it again. It becomes a lifelong thing. Sure. But if you can keep him there until the fear is overcome, and usually 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes, when you get to the point where you can, you know, just like uh, reach back and, and then just 
with as fast as you can, just approach the dog with your hand or, or like you're going to hit him, and then he no longer flinches, he'll never do it again. He'll yeah. never flinch again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, same way, I, I did a lot of phobia, stuff like that with dogs. Dogs are incredibly sure. quick to, to get rid of phobias if, uh, if, if, if you solve it in one session. Sure. If you don't, then there you go. So done. why is it oh. so hard to get dogs over thunder phobias? Well, because... Um, a lot of times it happens. You don't have a control of that, okay. and it could happen at any time. You could be gone at work. You could do work with them all weekend with loud noises and kind of get them there, and then Monday you're back at work, and then another thunderstorm Ooh. or something, and the dog's right back where he was. Mm. So it's very difficult. Yeah, the, the thunderstorm thing is tricky. tough. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like biometric yeah. air pressure situation adding to the maybe i don't know the you know electro, what, you the know electrolytes like, in the air my favorite phobia to that's cure. not a thing no no, no. no. see i've seen a lot i sorry brian i see a lot of dogs they actually put their they put their heads I myself up yeah. electrolytes. they put their heads oh in, in your dishwasher have you seen that have you they, seen that where they, they put, put the when what? there's thunder and everything oh. they actually put their heads in the dishwasher the, the, an the open dog? dishwasher yes the, why Who's close close your this? dishwasher math <laughs> I don't know. I just see it open. <laughs> yeah, a dog would put it in there. Is it because I guess it nullifies the sound or the thunder? Oh, uh, the, so to calm your dog. Yeah. Put him in, in the dishwasher. dishwasher. Do you turn oh, it on? <laughs> <laughs> what cycle do you put it on? Yeah. Is, it, is, there, a ge- is there a gentle in a dishwasher? <laughs> I've just seen it. I've yeah, just, no. We had, just, a Dalma- uh, we had a Dalmatian that she would put her head in the dishwasher. And that would she would be upset would call, if she wasn't doing that. If she would but she put her head there. Well, if it was your dog, she probably thought it was the oven. <laughs> I'll just sit back and drink my beer. All right. I just stare at Ramona for a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, thought it was the oven. Uh, I thought. No, but there. listen, uh, I'm phobias. Mad I didn't, I didn't, mad I didn't think of it. Phobias. Um, <laughs> listen, a lot of dogs are afraid of stairs. It's really good. Yeah. And okay. um, so uh, people say, you know, I, I have this problem. I used to love solving this because it was like a five minute. And problem then, and, you're and, and then and then it's and it's like oh wow that's, that was great do you want some coffee yeah, yeah. can I make you some lasagna they think I'm the greatest right <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, the way you do this is I would put the dog on a collar and a leash and just wrap the collar like put my hand almost like a bull rider I'd have my right, right. hand inside the collar because I knew I was going to have a fight and then I'd walk one step at a time with the dog and the dog would be kicking and fighting trying to get away from me go down the stairs and then we'd go up the stairs and then I drag the dog down the stairs, and by the third or fourth time, the dog is trying to run up the stairs to to get it over with, and then trying to run down the stairs to get over with. So then I have to slow the dog down, and then are there any cookies involved in this you, process? You know what? Are it, there any treats? It, it's so fast, and then okay. uh, maybe twenty cycles of this, yeah, yeah. the dog is complete. Like he never even had the fear to begin with, oh, yeah. and then <laughs> they don't even remember any kind of um, any kind of a fear associated with the stairs at all. So dogs are very, very good at that. People, it takes forever to solve sure. little issues. Ugh. <laughs> this keeps my therapist in business. That's right, Jamie. That's, uh... Oh, I got another one here for you. Yeah. Uh, whenever I... Whenever... Yeah, it's about electrolytes. So uh, um, my electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's been saving them up. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so let's talk about your electrolytes. <laughs> So it's not just me. She laughs at other people. Uh, so whenever I answer the phone, my dog starts to bark. He refuses to stop until I hang up and play with him. Uh, I bought a cordless phone, but he just follows me around and barks and barks and barks. Help, please. <laughs> Who still has a cord with a phone? <laughs> that woman on the freeway today. <laughs> There's this inside joke. There's this little woman on the phone. She was going really slow on the freeway. Uh, She's like, I got, I got to end this call. It's gonna get cut off soon because the cord is gonna get. <laughs> like anyway, is it? Uh, I didn't understand uh, it. But at a first. dog, I still don't understand it. Uh, but a dog barking and barking and barking when you answer your phone. Yeah. Uh, how do you? Do okay, you do? let's walk through this. The dog, uh, the, your phone rings. Yeah, yeah. And, and the dog ring, starts barking. Ding, 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 ding. And bark, bark. Until bark, what bark. happens, Jamie? Uh, till you stop and play with them. Yeah. So if you ask me, how can I teach my dog to bark until I hang up the phone? Uh, praise him for it. Praise him for it. You, <laughs> you'd pet him. So that's what that's what's going on. That's what's going on. Where the the dog is associating the phone with the owner uh, uh, giving him attention. And I'll bet the owner is actually giving him attention while he or she is on the phone mm. to quiet the dog down. Phone rings. Dog wants attention. Owner gives him the attention. 
and somebody's getting trained. This is Pavlovian. <laughs> and it, it's it's literally uh, with bell. a bell included. Yeah. yeah, it rings and the dog salivates. It's right? Ma so, bell. Um, so she's actually teaching the dog. So what you need to do, you can solve this without saying anything to the dog. Just ignore the dog when you're on the phone. It's going to be tough because the uh-huh. dog's already conditioned. Mm-hmm. And then when you hang up, ignore the dog for about 15, 20 seconds. So there's no association with your attention it, and the phone ringing. Because it doesn't take long for them to forget that you are on the phone. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's all I got. That's it. <laughs> How long has it been? We started, we started like way I, Really I had a uh, dog, Colby. Uh, I don't. He. I don't think I ever brought him into the workshop, but he was the one that I went to pick up from the Humane Society. And I had him for a long time. He ended up being like twelve years old. And about that time, I bought a brand new couch. And it was like the first time as an adult that I bought like an expensive couch. That, right? That's a big step, right? It's like wow. Yeah, it's a thing. I'm not only an adult. I'm a stylish adult mm. with who a has lot of good money taste. to buy. A couch. And I bought a nice sofa. Yes, yeah, nice. it was. Yeah. I was like, it was really a big deal to me. And the rule was they're they're not allowed on the couch because I want to sit on the nice couch, and not have dog hair all over myself. And so he was that. He would find like every way. I mean, I'd put. I'd put stuff all over the couch to keep him from jumping on it, and he'd still get on it, and he'd lay, lay on top of whatever was there, and then I'd gate off the room and do all this stuff. And um, he also didn't like it when I talked on the phone. Mm. And one night, I'd had this couch for like 10 days by this point, and one night, my friend Amy calls, and I sit down in the living room, and I'm not sitting on the couch. I'm sitting on the chair across from the couch, and he's pacing around because he's like really pissed that I'm on the phone. <laughs> and so I'm on the phone for maybe like 15 minutes or so, and he jumps up on the couch and pees all over it. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I, were you allowed to swear on this? Now? <laughs> Is this it's a, like it's NPR? a podcast. First of all, no one's listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Secondly, there are no rules. This is the Wild West. So I'm on the phone with my friend Amy, and I'm like, God damn it. And I like hang up the phone, right? And he totally got what he wanted. He got yeah. to me to get off the phone. Mm-hmm. And then he peed on the couch. So like now forever you can sit on the couch, right? Yeah. Like right. You, That's mine. Like you peed on it. Yeah. So I guess you're allowed to go on it now. <laughs> it's yours now. So he now. got both things. Yeah. In like one fell swoop. Like what he just ruined my couch and he ruined my night. He ruined my phone call. Checkmate. He just won. <laughs> he just absolutely won. What do you do with that? <laughs> like, Get a new couch and a <laughs> crate. <laughs> Bulldog up for adoption. That's it. Oh, that's 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 awful. But again, you uh you kind of set set the stage for that. I guess I did. Because uh the dog just upped the ante. That's all. Oh, yeah. Now, when you're talking to your friend Amy, do you have a tendency to say, hey, Amy, want a cookie? Want a cookie, Amy? Want a cookie? <laughs> no. You don't talk like that on the phone because that could have been why your dog was upset too. <laughs> no. Amy, want to go for a walk, Amy? Amy. You go for a walk? <laughs> Not Amy. at all. You really got to pump Amy up. She's, yeah. uh, she doesn't. <laughs> needs a lot of encouragement. Yeah, she needs, she does. yeah it was, I, I was horrified. I mean, it was just like, that's, that is kind of one of the things that I do enjoy about a bulldog though, is that. Peeing on the couch. They're yeah, just, well, no, they're, they're thinking all the time. Like he could, he could open up the pantry. So he'd open up the pantry somehow and I'd keep the, the dog food in like this big tub from Ikea and he'd, pull it out because their jaws are like super strong wow. so he'd like open up the door and then pull out this thing and he'd like flip up the lid and they've got a picture of he's like standing there was like face buried in this bin of kibbles like it's an all-you-can-eat <laughs> buffet he just he just always had like a knack for solving his own problem i, yeah. <laughs> I don't know they are smart dogs there there's no doubt about that they're uh <laughs> Despite their appearance, <laughs> she gave me it's the eye. She, she did. gave me the look. Yeah. She? she was like, "Watch it. Watch what you say. They are Be very, very careful." So yeah, they're very determined. They're very tenacious and persistent. I admire those qualities. You know what you need to do Sunday. What? Um, unfortunately, uh, my friend Ethan he had two dogs. One of them died last week, oh. and. Um, you know, his other dog needs a buddy. Maybe you could talk him into, he's going to be at the uh, uh, the cook-off. Oh, good. Is he going to be there? Mm-hmm. 
Maybe um, you could talk him into taking a dog. I think I could do that. I think I could. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jamie? Me? Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got the cat. We got our crazy cat. Uh, Some vacations planned. <laughs> we'll uh, a, new, a new sofa. We'll dive back in, and we do. We have a do. We do have a new sofa. Yeah. As a matter do you want to pee on it? Right. <laughs> I was horrified. I mean, it's just like, oh my god, yeah. like what is going on here? I just, I can't believe that my dog just totally just outsmarted me in every possible well, way. You know what? Um, I've heard of. Uh, okay, guys working on his uh, on his car in the driveway, mm-hmm. shooing the dog away. Dog grabs the screwdriver, the wrench, and runs in the through the yard. So you know he has to go you know, chase down the dog and get sure. the get his his tools back. The dog will know, just like your couch. You're very you know fussy about the couch, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not that it's spiteful, but it really seemed very it spiteful. Do, it, it, it does the way you <laughs> outlined it seemed it seems spiteful, but that has something to do with their stress. So just mm-hmm. like the wrench. You know, he he learned really quickly that when dad's working on the car, I can grab this wrench. I get his attention right away. Mm-hmm. And like he said, <laughs> you know, dog goes near the couch, you get give him some attention. You know, it's, it's negative, but still it's something, you know, so. Oh, it was something. Yeah. <laughs> My other dog too, she she would just sit there. She'd I, I allowed them on the ottoman. So it wasn't like they just got evicted, yeah. you know, massively downgraded to the floor or whatever. Like they could sit on this <laughs> ottoman that I had. And so she'd jump on the ottoman. And she'd just stare at the couch, like just like longingly stare at that couch. But she never got on it. There's a back to it. (laughs) An array of pillows. (laughs) And then here he comes and just. Yeah. If only someone would pee on it. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? It's like, that's That's a nice couch couch. you got there. Be a shame if somebody peed on it. (laughs) That would be a lovely nice couch you got there. No, that's my couch. Yeah. It's a real ringing endorsement for the Detroit Bulldog rescue that I've given there. But to be fair, he was old. So maybe he he had some mental problems. Maybe maybe some sundowners or something that was. (laughs) <laughs> something like or a, there. a very bad owner i don't know uh, like doormat owner you know more and more retail establishments have dogs that just kind of wander around right you should have given the dog that. to like a furniture store <laughs> <laughs> liquidation yeah that's it <laughs> pun intended sofa, sofa liquidation Liquidizing. yeah so yeah. matt you've had like medium and large dogs generally right yes. the dogs Thru- you've had throughout my lifetime yes yeah you haven't had any like Toy or small dogs? No, no. Brian, the what small, about you? Because yeah, you've had Joey. Be, yeah. Joey, yeah. the Whippet. They're mm-hmm. like they're medium small. They're they're super yeah. skinny. Not much to them. But you haven't you haven't you didn't have a miniature greyhound. I had a miniature greyhound. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, did you? His name was Me Too. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How big was that one? Uh, oh my gosh, four pounds maybe. Really? And he had a uh, a condition. He would have seizures, hmm. and um, and he had an open fontanel. His his skull didn't close all the. <laughs> God, see, and it's so he'd, like he'd be walking like, through the house, and he'd just like yeah, go through a seizure. He'd like twist his neck and just you know start crying, and then Aww. five seconds later, it's over, oh. and he just snap out of it. But right. yeah, I've had little dogs. I've had yeah. Newfoundlands, big okay. dogs. All right, so I've had yeah. So what about you, Sam? Any tiny, tiny dogs? Do I have any? No, I mean you got the two pits yeah. right now. But have you have you had tiny dogs, uh, toy dog, little toy ones? No, I no. don't think so. Yeah, pitbulls. So, yeah, two of them. Wow, and they haven't killed you in your no, sleep. No, they yet? sleep with me every night. They're lazy. Yeah, they haven't killed anybody else in your sleep. <laughs> no. Okay. No. So she's you're their, well she's their alibi anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, but uh, my sister just got a a, a chihuahua, uh, this little oh, tiny wisp of a chihuahua thing. And what did she name said chihuahua? Ah, uh, I don't know, Bunny. Bunny. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, That's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. All <laughs> That's the way around. So, but it's this tiny, tiny little thing. Uh, and I was over at my mom's and, and she was there with her dog and, and she put down this thing of food. This dog was like the cookie monster or something with its food. It was like, bah, 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 just eating it like nuts. She goes, and she said, watch this. She goes, it's, this is amazing. And she goes, this is going to be gone in two seconds. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And she set it down and the dog was just like, bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, where is it putting it? It's just like, it was like down in it. So did your small dog, uh, eat? Ferociously, like no, that. no. I also, um, I had a Pomeranian. That's because uh, this email is about a Pomeranian coming in here. Yeah, so yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it it wasn't like that. But some dogs, some dogs do that. They'll they'll scarf their food. 
So this 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 question here is about an 18-month-old Pomeranian is just insatiable when it comes to her food. She weighs 11 pounds. The entire family is concerned uh, about her weight. Uh, feed her a half a can of wet Caesars mixed with a quarter cup of dry science diet for overweight dogs. Uh, another quarter cup of dry in the afternoon. But the dog is constantly hungry and chows anything in sight. The other dog's food poop in the yard <laughs> anything she can chew she's 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 eating uh is this normal for a, a small dog uh besides that a wonderful personality but does this dog have a food addiction uh it's probably not so much that maybe some kind of metabolic issue okay i would get the dog to the vet right away get if it's, thee to a nunnery yeah, yeah if it's something that's uh excessive like that i would definitely Take the dog to the vet first. Okay. And watch the uh, watch the intake. With yeah. little dogs, it's not so much of a problem. Yeah. But with bigger dogs, um, you know, you can you have uh, problems with bloat and things like that. That okay. could be life threatening. All right. Yeah. So um, so yeah, uh, you want to modulate. You know, they they sell uh, bowls for food for do- for dogs that do this with the little um, protrusions on the bottom. Yes. So the dog has to actually kind of dig around mm-hmm. and, and it slows the dog down. Right. From eating all that kibble so quickly, so yes. it's, it's it's not uh, you know it's all sorts of digestive issues with uh, okay. uh, scarfing the food down. So, so yeah, so. just it, it struck me because my sister's dog would do this, and now that she get this email about this pomeranian, I didn't know if it was a thing with small dogs. No, that, but so. it it happens with uh, really it could happen with a dog of any breed. Okay, not so much small dogs. Any, so any just, dog. Oh, it was great though. This thing is just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like this little. <laughs> Weef of a thing. Can it's you do that like, one more time? It's not <laughs> even. A, it's not even a dog. Can you do that? Can you one do more that time? <laughs> there it is. Can you do that in the sling blade? I don't even know. What, I don't even know what that was. I don't even know what that was anymore. Uh-huh. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Sam Nork. Hey, what? You know what time it is? Who's bad? Yes. <laughs> we could be onto something here. <laughs> what is that? It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? All right, so we're going to pick on Sam today. Uh, hey, hey, Sam. Hey, what? Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the chicken farm? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to get to your house? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Why? Wait. Okay. Knock, knock. <laughs> no, it's the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's her cold ruin the joke. <laughs> Sam, let me explain to you what a straight man is. <laughs> you play along until we get to the punchline. Sam, okay. in the Can event that if you heard the joke a thousand times, <laughs> you still play it. Okay, we? wait. You did it wrong, though. Weren't you supposed to say... Okay, we'll start over. <laughs> knock, knock. Oh, wait. Wait, no. <laughs> Hey, Sam. Hey, what? Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Why did the chicken cross the to road? To get to your house. Why? Or knock, knock. Who's there? It's the chicken. That's not even funny. <laughs> you're supposed to say... You're supposed to, you're supposed to say, like... I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was giggling. I was waiting all show. I was excited about that No, you're that supposed one. to say, like, to get to the ugly person's house. <laughs> knock, knock. It's the chicken. Oh, see, that's just mean. Yeah, you're supposed to like do that because like, Sam, that's you're not... vicious. <laughs> that's I, that was that's just me. <laughs> no, no, no. Sam. I'm just saying like that's what people do. I've had that joke I've done to that. you. Yep. Oh, they called you vicious. Ugly. They called you ugly. <laughs> hey, all right. So, how do you keep a dog from smelling? Give them a bath. Hold his nose. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> how do you, how do you keep a? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Ramona. I'm sorry. Yeah, so she's had it. I've had enough suspense for the night. Oh, that that will do it. <laughs> so, yep. Bulldog Rockabilly Chili Cookoff uh, coming up on Sunday. So uh, four to it, seven. Four to seven, and uh, at the uh, workshop, Village Workshop in Northville. That's it. We have a beer tent. So if you don't Ooh. like chili and if you don't like dogs, there's beer. You can still come for beer. And the uh, Cindy Lou and the Red Hot Rockers. Royals. Red, Red Hot, Hot Royals. Royals. Beer provided by North Center Brewing. Uh, no, Oops. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Can we start over? Yeah. Uh, Joe's Produce knock, Gourmet knock. Market. Oh. oh nice. Union Street here in Detroit. Ooh. And Bobber Down in Whitmore Lake. Cool. Excellent. So, uh, well, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Thank you. uh, (laughs) Everybody, 
Ramona. Hey, Pina. I've been I've been staring at Ramona this entire show. I've been so quiet, just just kind of giggling along. But <laughs> Ramona's been keeping my uh, Matt, keeping Matt's me like a high school girl. He's, he's texted me like fifteen times during the show with pictures of Ramona. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think, I'm not I, think I think Ramona has a new boyfriend. <laughs> I think. Uh, nope. Nope. Not taking that away. It's going. and He's going to put him up in his locker. <laughs> so, <It's>, uh, <laughs> So. I did send it to my wife too. So that's just... it. So yeah, <laughs> it's a, a cute, cute puppy. What can you do? Oh. So if you want to see pictures of Ramona, go to the the website animaltalkradio.com and the social medias are all Animal Talk Radio. Like, subscribe. It uh, it helps. Comment. Appreciate it. Uh, wherever you find find podcasts, <laughs> follow along. That's another inside joke. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I was trying to steal a line from another podcast because they said it well. And I was like, oh, I want to say it like that. And that's not even close to what it was. <laughs> Blair's been hanging out. Blair, Blair's Blair been watching. Tickets for Hello. Who's Blair? Blair, Blair my Blair. Oh. Pecky. Oh. oh. Lit. Blair, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, if you want to come to uh, a chili cook-off, send us a message. Yeah. And uh, all right, so we'll say till next time. Have an exotic week. Kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs>